Hello and welcome to the BNP Paribas Markets 360 podcast. We cover the topics that matter from the global economy to market strategy. Hello, this is Pamela Diaz-Louvet and Deborah Luna, Mexico's economist at BNP Paribas. Today we will discuss how recent data in the country is shaping our views for disinflation and easing cycle in Mexico. It's Monday in Mexico on the 10th of July 2023. So let's kick off. Uh, recently, we revised down our inflation forecast and also we moved forward the timing for the first uh, rate cut from Bankico. And last week, we got an update on inflation market expectations from two different services Bankico's service to economists covering Mexico and Banamex City Group's poll. In both of them, we saw uh, the mediums for headline and core inflation coming down. So, uh, Deborah, do you consider this drop in expectations as sustainable? How should we read the results in both surveys? Well, yeah, it's exactly, Pam. So, we noticed that in particular, how the median for the year and core inflation moved from 4.3% in Banxico's survey to 4.15% in Banamex City's poll within just a matter of just one week. Uh, we also discussed how all Jiren forecasts, uh, market consensus, Banjico's, and ours were converging to a range of 4.5 to 4.8% for the headline, while the estimates for Jiren core inflation range from 5% to 5.2%. So everything is pointing out to a sustained and orderly disinflation in the core component. We've also seen lower persistence and lesser generalization of inflation across the whole index. We also had a look at the latest observed CPI figures for June, and we got a confirmation of this orderly disinflation. But something caught our attention within the core component. There is something very intriguing happening with the service inflation. So we have airfares, eateries, and restaurants continue to exhibit upward pressures. And the questions here are whether this is a delayed pass-through from food prices to service related, um, services related to hospitality, or rather a demand-driven phenomenon, and how long will it last? Well, originally, there was some pass-through from food and energy prices to the service components related to this. But now, as we are seeing lower food and energy prices, the demand-driven story seems to be the culprit. However, we're expecting economic activity to slow down in the second half of the year, and in theory, there should be less euphoria around eating out and traveling. Would you agree with me, or would you think that there is some sort of a change in consumption patterns now in Mexico, and probably the price elasticity of demand uh, for eating out and traveling is becoming inelastic? Well, this is actually a pretty good question because I consider that we have uh, seen some changes in uh, Mexico's consumption patterns, which probably are uh, mostly related uh, with the delayed catch-up from the reopening post-pandemic, but also uh, it's something that stems from a more impatient uh, consumer in Mexico. So um, at the same time, the Mexican consumers are not uh, so optimistic about the next year. And if we look at the Consumer Confidence Index, uh, it seems that consumers' confidence on the possibility of going on vacations over the coming year has flattened out. Additionally, uh, consumers are reporting that they anticipate higher prices overall for the coming year. So yes, it seems that Mexican consumers are traveling now and enjoying themselves before things get uh, gloomier. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, well, we will expect that as the economy and the labor market cools down, this should end, right? And we should see less excitement from consumers to dine out and travel. But at the same time, we must remember that there are many inefficiencies and rigidities um, that are you know, particular to our market. Um, but this is a whole other story that probably we should discuss in another podcast some other time. Now, if we do a recap of all this inflation discussion and what we read, what we read in the monetary policy minutes from the last meeting of Banxico, where we perceive a board um, willing to extend its pause for longer, we saw repeated discussion about the persistence on core inflation, and the read from the board on the market expectations about monetary policy ahead. Our call for the first rate cut to come in November meeting, um, that's for November, right? But how are we envisioning this coming cycle of an, uh, more of an accommodative monetary policy? How do you see it? Well, uh, first of all, I think it is relevant to mention that past periods uh, don't have a predetermined extension. So it is more a matter of the factors that need to converge in order to trigger a rate adjustment. And when it comes to Banxico, uh, we believe that those factors are going to differ in different stages of the upcoming cycle. And we are envisioning uh, four stages. So uh, we are currently in the first stage, which is the passive tightening stage. This is a stage in which the real policy rate has continued increasing at a time when inflation expectations are falling. And this is happening because um, if you keep the nominal policy rate on change, and at the same time you have this drop in inflation expectations, then the real example policy rate will continue to increase. Until when? We have heard some thresholds of 7%, which will be consistent with inflation expectations, with 12-month inflation expectations falling below 4.25. But this is more uh, a subjective metric. So what we believe is that Panjico will keep this passive tightening until, yes, expectations go below this threshold, but apart from that, it is needed to see an improvement in the balance of risk for inflation and a more sustainable downward trend in service inflation. The second stage will be fine-tuning. Mm -hmm. So Panjico could cut the policy rate without this leading to a cutting cycle. So in the first stage, the real policy rate continued increasing. In contrast, at this stage, the idea is to keep the real rate on change. Until when? From our point of view, this is going to be a matter of not having any reversal in inflation. And the key variable to watch will be the difference between actual inflation and Banxico's forecast. The third stage goes hand in hand with Banxico's expectations for inflation. This is the cutting cycle stage. There should be a case in which Banxico's forecast and realized inflation converge, and there will not be a difference between uh, the fine-tuning and the cutting cycle. That said, we believe that a key variable to watch will be inflation, realized inflation, because we need to see actual inflation, not expectations, falling below the upper bound for Banxico's inflation target, which is 4%, before uh, seeing the central bank embarking on the cutting cycle. And last but not least, uh, the back-to-neutral stage. Until now, the monetary policy stance has remained restrictive in each of the stages. But we expect this to continue at least until 2025. Why? Because during all uh, of 2023 and 2024, inflation will continue falling, trying to converge to this 3% target. But there are risks surrounding this disinflation process, 
and we also expect this process to be slow. Here, the factors that are going to be relevant to look at are related to potential GDP, long-term inflation expectations, and the Fed's long-term rate. So it's going to be a matter of four different stages. It's not going to be a slow process, and we're going to uh, be uh, embarked on this cutting cycle and easing cycle uh, stages for a while. Wow, very interesting times indeed ahead. Amazing. Well, um, I think that's all from our end. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, until next time. Until next time. This communication does not constitute research, a recommendation, or any form of advice from BMP Paribas or its affiliates. It does not consider your financial circumstances or objectives, and it may not be suitable for you. It should not be copied or reproduced in whole or in part.